rub another man's rhubarb. Do I look like I'm joking? What kind of a world we live in where a man dressed up as a bat gets all of my press? This town needs an enema. <laughs> Welcome to the Every Movie Ever Podcast. Get the following episode contains spoilers. Get you ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Go, go, go with a smile. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name's Ben Groves. And my name's Rob McFarlane. How are we doing today? Doing pretty well, man. The sun's out. I've gone and hung out with the pooch. Nice. Played fetch with a comically large stick, so that was nice. That's good. We took ours to um, this little bit of uh, the river, a river down by Bristol called Snuff Mills. Uh, which isn't uh, the eight millimeter film with Nick Cage. It's uh, <laughs> it's just a it's just a nice bit of woods, yeah. and uh, through 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 sticks in the river for ages. Aww. She came back absolutely knackered. She's gonna sleep well tonight. It's good. I love that man. I love that. Yeah. What, what are we, we doing, doing today? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> snap. We are doing <laughs> the uh, the nineteen eighty nine classic Tim Burton directed first sort of serious comic book referencing feature output. Of Batman, 1989, Tim Burton, with starring Michael Keaton and Jack fucking Nicholson. Dude, this was a first watch for me as well. Was this a first watch for you? I was convinced that I'd seen it, and I was convinced that I was like, I knew what was happening, and then it started, and I was like, I know nothing of this. I don't know anything (laughs) that's going on right now. Like, it was all a new experience, and uh, it's fucking beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah, this is one of the few VHS that we had legally bought from Virgin Megastores. Everything else was like, uh, like, I, uh, I knew you'd be a Virgin Megastores boy. We were HMV through and through, man. I used to work in Virgin Megastores, mate. I used That's to work in HMV. Fuck you, let's fight. Fuck you, let's go, let's Fuck go. Fuck you, let's, let's go. fight at the crack of noon. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, all of our, all of our, um, all of our movies were taped off the TV, so you'd have to like rewind. Same through the advert bits and all that sort of shit. We had a damp problem in our house, so like all the tapes got mildew on them, and you'd have to like fast forward and rewind all the yeah, time. Yeah, that was my excuse too for when I was just wanking off furiously over VHS. <laughs> <laughs> like the adverts for Tarrant on TV. <laughs> Beatles about. Um, <laughs> Give him a big hand. Hey! He must have felt huge when he had a wank. Can you imagine? He must have just been like, I am so well hung. <laughs> Oh god, it's gone wrong already. God, that guy uh, was an absolute legend, man. I fucking do you know love what? that guy. I, I know nothing about him except for the fact that he did you being framed, and I was like, "That's what made him amazing." You being serious? What else did he do? Beatles about? <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't that just a version of? Yeah, I mean, to, to be fair, I know the phrase "Beatles about." I, I don't think I ever watched it. Probably something. So let's continue this tangent of Jeremy Beadle, because apparently that's what this episode is now. Uh, Born to Jeremiah. No, I'm joking. Um, 
So yeah, what do you think of the? What did you think of uh, of Tim Burton's Batman? This is obviously this isn't a first watch for you. You had a no, no, no. So I watched this as a VHS kid. VHS that you used to <laughs> dust off every now and then. <laughs> we had this and Batman Returns on original, like actually purchased VHS, and mm-hmm. um, this was like the Batman of my my childhood. I hadn't seen it since then, and there are some decisions in there that are surprising to. By the way, this uh, this is a 32-year-old film, so we're going to be spoiling the fuck out of it, and I've got no sympathy for anybody listening who, who hasn't seen it at this point. You've had your chance. Um, I mean, I've only just watched it, so <laughs> I know that it's a full possibility. <laughs> um, yeah, but, like, come on. If you've not watched it by this point, it's not like you're passionate about the film. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I'm not, not going like, to lie. If I had oh not watched God. it this week for this podcast, I'd be pissed off if someone spoiled it for me. Really? Well, I wouldn't know it'd be spoiled because I'd be like, yeah, I know that film. And then they talk about it and I'd be like, no, 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 you're an yeah, you're, idiot. That's the once, wrong Batman. <laughs> once again, you are an edge case, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, man. I'm yeah, proud yeah. of it. Uh, no, I loved it. I loved it. There was lots to love about it. But I think, again, there's a lot of it that's very different from what we sort of assume Batman is now. This is, this is closer to Batfleck. But it's not all the way there. Yeah, it is. If you compare it to Adam West, so I'm talking comparatively to the Adam West, like, goofiness. I mean, This is much more of like a gothic fantasy version. It's still much more comic book. It's still much more sort of rounded. It's not gritty. You wouldn't call this a gritty Batman. Maybe not. I'd call it a gritty Joker. I think Jack Nicholson's, like, Jack Nicholson's portrayal of the Joker in this one is is one of my favorites that I've ever seen. He's literally, it blew my absolute dick off. Like, because it's taken this character, right? You, you go back to the 66 Batman. This is what, this is the only reference that we have at the moment for this episode, right? So the 66 Batman, he, uh, the Joker was like an outlandish, kind of over the top, giggly. He seemed to be like a little bit of a mess right yeah yeah but he was always the facilitator he was always the one that had that missing piece of the puzzle he was always the one that was like having a laugh and a giggle and just really fucking like reveling in the moment yeah yeah yeah. and that's what made me love him because he was mental but he had his shit together enough to go (laughs) yeah all right so you've got an exploding octopus penguin yeah you've got a rocket to write shit in the sky a riddler but who's got a fucking suitcase that's also a jack-in-the-box fucking (laughs) catapult moi you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so that yeah, was yeah. cool. But then you got Jack Nicholson, who is a certified psychopath, fully fledged murdering criminal. Before, was, yeah, before. This is before. This is way before Joker. He's just insane. Like he's just an insane criminal who has worked his way up from the bottom, like through organized crime, just worked his way up to the top to be like the second in charge of like a fucking organized crime criminal empire, right? And it's only at this point when he oversteps the boundary because he obviously has like the criminal mentality and all this yeah, stuff yeah, where yeah. he starts trying to, well, he, he doesn't start trying to, he, he ends up fucking His the number bosses. ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, you know, mistress, mistress or yeah, whomever, yeah. whomever she may be. Um, but he gets fucked over. But it's, it's that element of the Joker that I was like, you know what? That is fucking, I think, I brings think this whole gangster, Old school. There's gangster. a there's a huge there's a huge detective noir old school Bugsy Malone vibe exactly. to this film. 
Yes. It's ev- every every bad guy's got a Thompson submachine gun yes. and a fedora, and he's not got a neck beard like the rest of you out there listening with your fedoras on. He's, Are you taking you know, the piss? Because we're using we're on video right now for the second time ever, and I haven't shaved. So if that's a comment on my neck beard, furious. No, no, because you've, you've actually got because... you've actually got beard on your face as well I don't as your know. neck. Look at this. This is there's nothing there. It's just <laughs> neck. Look, see if I do this, yeah. just neck. Okay. Don't is that worry, your... listeners. I understand that this is an audio podcast, and you can't see this, but I am showing rob yeah yeah i have nothing but neck beard yeah and he a looks tiny like a sort chin. of fucked up monk from the 1500s <laughs> <laughs> um, no this has got a big sort of bugsy malone 1940s black and white gangster movie vibe to it there are things that this does really well um like the sort of the fear mongering aspect of there's a theatricality to batman in this film which is dropped in the later films where he's literally like dropping down from things with his wings outstretched like a... Do you know what it reminded me of? The 1940s Universal Monsters movies. It's like a, it's like a weird love child between a, a 1940s original uh, Universal Monster movie and a gangster movie smashed together. And it's almost like these two... Um, these two differing aesthetics of cinema come together and have their sort of avatars in Batman as the universal monster and the Joker as the gangster. And then they sort of clash. It's a clash of cinematic styles. It's a clash of narrative styles. It's fantastic in all those ways. I think there are choices I didn't like, um, but we'll get to them. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I, I think, I think there's, a few, there's a few places in this movie where it lost me and it got a little bit too fantastical fantastical that's a word word. yeah that's a word fuck you dyslexia i win (laughs) ben one dyslexia zero um which is with a z not an x yeah yeah i can't spell it so you know maybe it's one one now um (laughs) so there's parts of this a little bit too fantastical for me but the criminal yeah the the fucking the floating down from shit the the way that he just (laughs) always has it's fucking batman right and he's he's like escaping Joker's henchmen at one moment, and he has uh, what's her name, Vicky. Vicky Vale. The reporter he has Vicky, Vicky Vale, vale yeah. in Vicky Vale and in tail in tow. In, in, he's with Vicky Vale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I yeah. shouldn't have started the fight with dyslexia. That's like it's like three one. There. Um, so he's he's got Vicky Vale with him, and he's like, "How much do you weigh?" Uh, about yeah, yeah, yeah. pounds. Okay, grab the thing on my belt. I'm like, you're fucking Batman. She doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> grab what thing on your belt? It's a fucking utility belt. It's not just here's a belt with my uh, one yeah. Motorola cell phone like everyone's grandparents. <laughs> it is a literal utility belt with a ton of shit on it. Grab what thing? Yeah, We're dangling yeah. from the streets. And then for half of the movie, he can like glide down. His wings open up and his enormous nine foot wingspan. And he just sort of like... Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah. Like, like Angel down. Gabriel, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but the second that like Vicky Vale takes the the batarang or you like the lasso, the zip line, yeah, 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 the zip line thing, he just fucking drops to the pavement like a bag of shit. And then, how yes. do you think he was doing the floaty stuff beforehand? He's all on zip wire. That's I mean, why he drops. Uh, there's no way that he can do directional fucking zip wires with one bit of belt. There's no way. Too fantastical. But a man being dropped into a vat of chemicals and then coming out as a as a white faced. Okay, I hear you. I hear you. A man dressing up as a bat to fight crime, 
Like some sort of a fascist man... Elon Musk. <laughs> <laughs> a man gracefully fucking hovering down like yeah, like yeah. an angel yeah yeah okay like, so you're fine you're fine with your day. you're fine with Elon Musk going out and beating the shit out of the poor as long as he doesn't do it with any sort of grace yeah just do it with twitter like a normal person <laughs> <laughs> but what i'm saying is right is when when the joke has dropped into the the vat of chemicals which is ridiculous that's a bit fantastical yeah right? but it's it's but- in line with under the red hood and all that sort of stuff he, he doesn't go through this like mad psychotic thing of like now i'm a supervillain. <laughs> he just goes back he goes back to his criminal enterprise yeah, yeah. like headquarters just less and like you fucked me over buddy yeah yeah guess who's getting revenge <laughs> yeah yeah and all of his sort of like all of his focus is on being the he's climbing the next step on the criminal ladder it never changes well, he's sort just, of, because once he's, he's at the top of the ladder, he just sees a picture of a woman and goes, I'm going to bonk her. And then that's his motivation for the rest of the film. I mean, that was his motivation when he was second in command. He's, yeah, like, then, he's consistently criminal. He's just he, a randy joker. Just, yeah. <laughs> he just wants to no. run about, cause havoc and fuck. Like, but he's so unapologetically that. But the fact is, is his backstory of everything that he's put into it is present in I, this movie. I violently disagree with the Joker having a backstory because he's uh... he's he's not supposed to be, he's not supposed to be the result of anything. You can't rationalize what gets him there. Yeah, I, he I is, understand. This. He is chaos incarnate. He is the unfairness of the world brought to your door with a switchblade. Kind of agree, right? I kind of agree, but then I also think. That with no motivation, it's heartless. And this is why I struggle with Batman normally, because I, I struggle with the villain side of it, because it is just like watching my high school bullies do really fucking well. Like, that's all it is. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they that's, just, that's they're the horror of the Joker. They're yeah. all pretty. They're all in, like, fucking super buff shape. They're all like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then they can just walk out into a fucking football field with a bomb and go, I have a crab on my face. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, that's where, oh. I, that's where I lose touch with it, man. The Joker in this movie, Jack Nicholson, is a fucking bona fide badass. But I would argue that, I mean, I, I don't didn't disenjoy Jack Nicholson's Joker. It's, it's impossible to... to it's too good. This joke. He's too it's good. He's too good. But I enjoyed it the same way that I enjoy Whackin' Phoenix's Joker. Is for me, it's not the Joker. It's it's a little pocket universe version of the Joker. My favorite Joker is Mark Hamill in the Arkham games and the animated series. That animated of... series Joker will never be touched. That's that's the holy grail of Jokers. And anyone that disagrees, we can we can fight. That's fine. I will We've lose, got... but I will show up. <laughs> all right, I will show up and I will lose with grace. <laughs> I will do my. <laughs> I've watched two Batmans now. If I can't turn my neck beard into a batarang, I don't know what. Very it will true. Take, Very right? true. Although you will unfortunately end up sustaining a massive neck injury, like Michael Keaton seems to have in this film. <laughs> 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 Just doing the entire thing in a fucking neck break. There are so many shots of Michael Keaton doing something which are just vastly, vastly ruined by the fact that his face and shoulders always remain perfectly in line when he has to look up the bell tower at the end of this movie and he has to do this weird sort of limbo like a sort of star wars 70s action figure (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i know exactly what you're saying sorry i was acting it out then but that is exactly (sighs) but no i i I think the jack nicholson to come back to my point the jack nicholson joker in this film is fantastic he's got more um sadism he's got the right amount of sadism in this film which uh heath ledger 
version has, but it isn't brought to the forefront of the script as much. And I think it's interesting to see how much Jack Nicholson's Joker enjoys the pain he's causing for its own sake. So Jack Nicholson's Joker, everything has heart, everything has soul. He never does anything without a reason for doing it, right? He's climbing to the top of his criminal ladder. He's He wants to be top dog in that enterprise. That's like the whole thing. Dropped in chemicals. Now he's he's like presumed dead. He's reported dead. He is like fucking untouchable. He's fully fully unhinged at this point because that yeah, was like yeah, the yeah. last straw where yeah, it was yeah. like this cunt fucking set me up over a woman so i'm gonna go yeah, fucking yeah. batshit and then i get well literally batshit literally batshit right but then whilst all this is unfolding and whilst you have this sort of like character arc and this dynamic unfolding and you're watching the joker become like his final form like he's evolved from lowly street murderer to fucking like criminal second in charge to like this insane joker whilst all that's going on you have the political unrest of a of a city caught up in crime, but you also now have like the vigil the winged vigilante, which has got all these criminals and all these henchmen like scared Dead. shitless. Yeah, yeah. So now the Joker's reached the top of his of his ladder, right? There's only one thing left to do, and that's to fucking conquer Gotham. And he can't do that with the Batman doing it. And it's this perfect everything is timed perfectly. Everything has direction. Everything is like Everything is very purposeful, and I fucking loved that aspect of it. I, I loved missed, it. I missed the tightness of the relationship between the two of them. And I right. think that the difficulty is, is that the Ledger Joker is so fantastic because everything he is, is a reaction to what Batman is. And, okay. that, and that, so, so, so if you look at, if you look at the actual like, philosophy of Batman, he is a mil he's a billionaire... Yeah, who goes goes outside of due process and exerts his will on crime with no no jury, no judge, and just goes, "This is what's right because I have decided it's right because I have the means to decide that this is right. I'm going to do it." It's sort of well, it's not sort of. It's incredibly fascist, right? And then you have on the on the flip side of that in the Nolan films, you have the. Um, uh, Heath Ledger Joker, who is incredibly anarchist. And so you miss that intent, but it works better as the yin to the yang of Batman because he goes, there's that scene where he's in there with Harvey Dent and he goes, I'm just a dog chasing a car. I love chaos because the thing about chaos is it's fair. Chaos is fair. And so there's that wonderful, they're, they're philosophically opposite to one another. Whereas in this one, Jack Nicholson does some things that Ledger doesn't with the malice and the revelry, but I didn't feel that philosophical difference between them. No, you definitely. Know, Ledger is chaos incarnate and therefore he misses that intent. Jack Nicholson has the intent and therefore he's philosophically less of the opposite player to Batman. They're both rivals doing the same thing rather than rivals doing the opposite. I 100% agree with you, right? But I think... You just it's, prefer... It's more interesting. It's like watching two heavyweights on a pay-per-view do you know what i mean that's exactly what this movie is it's two it's a clash of the titans set in tim burton's fucking beautiful gorgeous dingy grim yeah yeah gotham that is so aesthetically pleasing the the building shapes and the the steam and the gray and the dark mm -hmm. shadows everywhere it's like fucking final fantasy 7 
underneath the plate. Yeah, you know yeah what the I whole mean? Shinra Corporation just yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got the rich that live on the plate on the Shinra plate, like up above, but then you've got the the slums and stuff down low. It was just, it's just fucking wonderful. What was your thoughts on um, Michael Keaton's Bruce Wayne? I initially was I wasn't there for it. I was like, ah, this is going to be the 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 start of the batman for me isn't like the playboy billionaire like hey let's do a cocktail party i can't stand it i I, I just there's no relationship there for me yeah 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 um so when keaton started out i was a bit like oh fuck's sake (laughs) and then when he's going on a date with uh vicky vale and they're in that that you know the really long dining table and he's he's presenting himself to be like the, the billionaire guy but then there's a moment where he's like fuck this <laughs> i don't i've never been in this room i don't know should we just should we get out of it and i was like oh, okay yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah, all right yeah. all right all right all right i might be back in this and then as the movie goes on it's very very clear that he values himself less than the general public yes yeah yeah 100 percent. and which that appeals to me because it's it's almost like losing his family as a child he's now taking it upon himself that the city that took his family from him now needs to be protected like like a family itself. And he will then put himself below that need and always like serve that one purpose, which really fucking spoke to me. And I, I was think, I was I there for it, man. What Keaton does so well in this film is he shows he doesn't tell. One of my big problems with the recent one, The Batman, mm-hmm. is you've got Battenson who's just like, I'm sad because my parents died. This is how I feel about this. I'm not going to actually do anything with my face, so I'll tell you with narration. Keaton, Keaton doesn't do that. Wildly disagree with everything you just said, <laughs> but that's fine. I'm going to carry on because I know you're yeah, trying yeah. to make a point and we won't argue about this now because we'll, we've got that episode yeah, coming yeah. up. Cool. But, um, but, but Keaton allows you to infer what's going on by how he acts and the way he delivers his lines without having to be explicitly told. You're incredibly right. That that sense that he doesn't value himself as much as a random person on the street. Exactly. You're never told that. No, 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 definitely Directly not. with dialogue. Keaton allows you to draw that conclusion yourself by the way he plays the role. And he's fucking excellent. I think Michael Keaton, I've, I've just finished watching um, Dope Sick, which was a Hulu 10-part miniseries about the OxyContin crisis where he plays a... Uh, a local GP um, who's who's at first sort of a bit hesitant, but then Spotlight, the founder, Birdman. I'm, I've fallen in sort of hetero love with Michael Keaton. I think he might be the best actor we've got currently. He is one of them, definitely. <laughs> yeah. He's one of them, 100%. Spotlight, man, you'll, you'll see it. Dude, I'm here for it, man. I fucking love him. Um, I didn't expect this. To be fair, I, don't, I, I never remember Keaton's Batman being like this, and I also never remember relating to a batman movie like i do this and but it's on both fronts like i really fucking love the batman in this movie and i really fucking love the joker in this movie i think i haven't really related to a batman villain because as i said like everyone in dc is in impeccable shape everyone is beautiful everyone's got their shit together even when they're like insane they somehow oh, have all their ledges, shit together no, ledges ledges a fucking mess i mean what the opening scene he pulls off one of the greatest robberies that's ever been fucking done in cinema you're telling me he's just what pulled out of his ass shut up but you know like, he look he looks like he smells he looks horribly what does that do? just because you don't shower doesn't mean you can't fucking take notes and be sort of like right you be here at this time i'll see you there and then he goes and does it 
Like he has his shit together. <laughs> right. like... Basically, basically, you're envious of Heath Ledger's Joker because he can turn up on time. Don't agree <laughs> with it. You, that's it a doesn't superpower. happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's just unrealistic. That's <laughs> <laughs> bullshit, man. I think I've spent my entire life like lowering the bar so much that if I was to show up to work on time, people would be like, Way. Well yeah. done, man. Well done. Good job today. Yeah, yeah. You really fucking pulled out of the bag, man. And all I've done is show up on time. I feel like I've done something great. You know what I mean? But whereas if you're a criminal and you're not working for anyone, yeah, come on. Come on. You know, if it means you can bump off a guy and make 20% extra that day, you'd be there. I mean... For an extra 20% on the takings. Do you know what feels better than an extra 20%? Half an hour lying. <laughs> Half an hour lying when you know you've got to be somewhere. And I'll challenge me on anything. That nothing feels that good. You can be on a diet for fucking three months, right? You can come off that diet and order yourself six pizzas, four cheeseburgers, and a fucking large fries. Garen fucking tea you. It won't taste as good as an extra half hour in bed when you need to be out somewhere. Guaranteed. Yeah, I can't I can't deny, man. I'm the same. I'm That's what I'm saying, late. man. Here's a question for you. Uh, when they weren't able to get Jack Nicholson for this film and they approached Robin Williams and he very nearly signed on to it until they told Jack Nicholson that Robin Williams was going to do it and he went, fuck it, I'll do it then. Uh, Robin Williams never forgave Warner Brothers. He basically said he would never do a Warner Brothers picture until they f- apologised for using him as bait. But in the... Oh, well, rightly so, man. Fuck those guys. But in the, in the trouser leg of time where Robin Williams did play the Joker, would you be here for it? 100%. Do you think it would be better? No, I think it would be an entirely different experience. Robin Williams would bring a different type of seediness to the role. Not in a literal sense. I don't think he's a seedy man. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that when he does like the International treasure Robin Williams. Hashtag (laughs) me too by Ben Gross. (laughs) We've got an exclusive for you guys. What I'm saying is, fuck off. Right, that is what I'm saying to you. But also what I'm saying about Robin Williams is that when he does the like the the negative and the like the, the bad guys. One hour photo. Yeah. Dude, it's just next level. Like Yeah, yeah. He just fucking embodies it, man. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. that Jack Nicholson doesn't because I I wouldn't I wouldn't want that movie over this one. Like ever. Because It'd I be feel like it's interesting to see, but it wouldn't be as good. Yeah, I mean I've I've watched a few of the Batmans that we're gonna be watching. I haven't watched all of them because I gave no. up, to be fair. Yeah, the yeah. Nolan movies, I I saw I didn't see the third one, I don't think. Yeah, you did. It's Crabface. Tom Hardy. Face, but... I walked out of the cinema on Crabface. I think I might have seen what? it after that. It was boring, man. I was done with it. Tom Hardy's the bane of your life. Fucking, you're the bane of my life. <laughs> Fucking crab face. <laughs> um, Hello, but yeah, so I've seen, uh, This is awful. This is like party trick fucking central right now. I've got a pint glass over my face. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. apparently this has turned into an audio version of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Fantastic. Oh, fucking great series. Yeah, yeah great. If go only this were an audio version of Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yeah, man. go and watch we it. We aspire to insanely that. good. Uh, did you ever watch Man to Man with Dean Lerner? Say that again. Did you ever watch Man to Man with Dean Lerner? Dean Lerner, Garth Marenghi character, has a talk show where he interviews increasingly less relevant people and (gasps) it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Like Space Coast, Coast to Coast? Yeah. But not cartoon? But not cartoon with Richard Ayoade playing Dean Lerner 
And it, well, it's set in the Garth Marenghi universe. Yes. This is fucking amazing. All right, yes. yeah. Talk to me about this after the episode, <laughs> right? Because <laughs> we need to, I need the I need that in my life yeah, like, yeah, yeah. immediately. It's it's got a fantastic bit about Def Leopard where he's like, What if we name ourselves after an animal? Like, I don't know, a tiger. No, that's a bit too obvious. What about a leopard? That's a bit angry. So what if we give it a disability? I know, we'll make it deaf, but then we'll drop the A just to make it cool. <laughs> Bell ends. <laughs> <laughs> I really like Def Leppard. Yeah, yes, yeah. That's my sister's favourite band. Is it? Yeah, that was a bonding point when I was when I was a kid. We used to listen to loads of Def Leppard. Don't think I could name a song. What I'm saying is, in <laughs> summation of all of this, right? <laughs> my turn to be the derailleur. Is that it's fun though, right? Yeah, it's great. Fun. I also, I know what it's like on the other end now, and it's fucking annoying. So <laughs> what I need to do is either step up my game so I can do it smoother. And then uh -huh. bring it back around because you're just leaving me hanging, man. I try and bring it back in. See, that's the art form. It's the ending. Uh -huh. See, now, now I'm derailing about derailing, but <laughs> to bring it back in and fold it back in on itself nicely and tuck, tuck the corners of the mouth in, Jack Nicholson would always be the best choice for this movie because Robin Williams would be insanely good. Yeah. But I would never swap out this movie for anyone else, like ever. What are you going to rate it? Um, 66 was a fat 10 and I didn't really relate to the villains I fucking loved them <laughs> it's impossible to relate to them because I don't know what it's like to uh -huh. own an exploding octopus for Penguin I've never had a rocket right shit in the sky for me like Riddler my jack in the box only throws me through doors not windows so <laughs> I can't really relate to Joker um, you don't have a tiny cat shaped radio no I don't we can, um, we can make that happen that's easy Catwoman was the boss in that movie and literally yeah, did nothing was. but like honeypot Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah. The real villain was the feminists all along, according to that film. <laughs> <laughs> it was the 60s and the drinkers. Yeah, oh, damn you. Darn it. <laughs> um, I, so I think if that was a fat 10 for like pure enjoyment and fucking sheer goofiness, I think Tim Burton's take on this is classic Tim Burton. The aesthetics are perfect. The villain is perfect. I'm pissed off that Batman kills people in this movie because I always thought that that wasn't his thing, right? It, it's He shoots it, someone in the shoulder within the first like 15 minutes of the film. He shoots someone in the shoulder with his fucking yeah, yeah. batarang and then just leaves them dangling from the sky from a, an open shoulder wound. Yeah, so it's, it, does, it does happen in the comics. Um, it does. I know it happens in the comics like every now and then, right? But I thought it was like his his moral and ethic code to not kill people. It's because his parents were killed with a gun. So he refuses to use guns. So he, he can but kill I mean, people, the, but he just doesn't use guns. He, he tries to avoid it. I mean, so in the, I think it's the giant of Hugo Strange in like 1940, Batman fire on Hugo Strange's men from the Batplane. Like that was used. Uh, like it, it happens from time to time. He just doesn't do it all the time. I know Snyder then took that and was like, well, he's going to do it. All the fucking time. Like, I don't, you know, yes. And also you've got to bear in mind that we had Comics Code Authority Batman where Batman didn't kill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is Burton being like, okay, we're going we're gonna to take off the training wheels and go darker now. Um, I can see that, right? Because he doesn't, he doesn't shoot people to kill them. He throws, no, exactly, yeah. He throws, Jack, he throws the Joker off a fucking cathedral spire. But I mean, how many comic books has the Joker appeared to be dead and then he's not? Like it's a it's a it's a bit of a Jack, thing. I I haven't seen the next one. I haven't seen the next movie that we're doing. He's not in this next one. I, is I this his only? That. Is this the only appearance of yes. Jack Nicholson's Joker? Yes. 
this might be the peak for me then. This might be the peak because it... You say that. Until get... Mr. Freeze. That was my childhood Batman. <laughs> Mr. Freeze is the one, man. Is that George Clooney or Val Kilmer? I'd, I don't know the Batman. I can tell you who plays <laughs> Mr. Freeze. <laughs> Jim Carrey. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I think I think it's going to get better for you now because I, I'm going to... We're getting into the ones that I really enjoy once we get to Nolan. Yeah. So I'm not looking you... forward to the... I know that we've got some movies coming up that I'm going to fucking despise. I'm trying to figure out the rating still on this one, right? Because I want to say a fat 10. But I don't know whether the next one's going to be better. Or For worse. me it is. For me it is, because it's got Michelle Pfeiffer in the Catwoman yeah, but that's costume, because which you... formative in my, my okay. life. Very formative in my life. But then I'm also thinking Mr. Freeze. Like, I, that was my formative childhood. Formative in yours, yeah. I know Nolan's is going to be a fucking... No dive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's you all are Im- fun. You are impossible to underestimate, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a ten. I don't think right? that, I I think it's a peak for the Joker for me, man. It's the most relatable Joker. I love the backstory. I love that he's got morals and ethics and he's got the whole honor among thieves apart from fucking his boss's mistress uh you see all those things i don't like uh so i'm gonna give this an eight i don't like the fact that they they made him the joe chill character so he's now killed batman's parents which is a yeah but he's a fan of prince i mean that's got a bump up at least one (sighs) yeah it has it has it would have been a seven but the prince songs have bumped up to an eight okay that's fair and danny elfman's score is possibly the most iconic batman score there will ever be oh my god dude it's unreal it's unreal. It's unfucking real. The playfulness and sinisterness yeah. that he can like intertwine together. Balance of light and dark, dude. It's fucking fever dream music. That's like you're you're one minute you're skipping in a field like a, a meadow full of flowers, but then in the next second there is bees. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. So it's what you're going eight out of ten then, yeah? Eight out of ten. That gives me wiggle room for some films coming up. Batman right. Returns. I remember being one of my favourite films as a child. Okay. I'm either going to uh, turn up next week hideously disappointed or incredibly yeah. excited. I remember the Mr. Freeze Batman. I don't. I. I don't even know what Batman it is. I don't know what film it's from. I just remember Mr. Freeze I think that's because Batman and Robin. And Robin, maybe or Batman Forever. Maybe we'll find out. Find out with us. It's a um, shit film. Like I'm not under any. I'm not under any illusion that it's an amazing film, but Mr. Freeze Wasn't is Alicia fucking Alicia Silverstone in one of them? Maybe. I don't know. Oh, God. It's all to come, isn't it? It's all to and come, man. For me, the lower point is going to be Justice League Snyder Cut, which is four hours and ten minutes long. Batman v Superman is always going to be the low point. That's always going to be the reference point of what the fuck did we just watch? It's always going to be that. You've not seen the Snyder Cut yet, mate. Don't Imagine Batman v Superman, but twice the length. I left the cinema <laughs> twice for Batman v Superman. <laughs> I left at once because I was annoyed. And then one of my friends, friends, loose air quotes, friends, was like, oh, hey, it's actually not that bad. It gets a little bit better after this. And then that's when I got to the Martha bit and was like, I was like, we're not friends. We're not. If you were my friend, you wouldn't have made me spend more money on this piece of shit. I I honestly don't remember the last time I spoke to that person. That might have been the cutoff point. Yeah. I know for a fact that you've got the Snyder Cut on Blu-ray sat behind you. I bought all the Batman movies on Blu-ray. I don't like... I, I've never liked Batman. I literally walked into HMV, represent. 
<laughs> Scum. I walked into HMV and I was like, I want all of your Batman movies. Can you please fetch me the 1940s one? And they were like, there isn't a 1940s one. Stop being weird. Can is. I was like, please. We just chose not to cover it. Yeah. Because <laughs> it wasn't really available. a film. Well, yeah, it's also not a film. It's a collection of serials. So. Yeah. Anyway. Not the, not the crunchy kind. Not the crunchy right. kind. No. Uh, we love you all dearly. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, what's coming up next for us? We've got Batman Returns next week. And Batman we might, Returns next week. We might have got, a movie news. We might sneak in there if anything exciting happens, but you never know. We definitely have a movie news this week. I've got a, a list as long as my penis, which is like three points long. There it's we enormous go. now. There we go, yeah. There so we go. I need to get those three points off my chest. <laughs> what's it doing on your chest? That's a bit high up for a... Okay, yeah, it's no, detachable, I man. I mean, I don't really know how this shit works. Like, how do you guys do it standing up, man? <laughs> Thank you so much for the support. We love you. We love you all dearly. Tune in next week and consume.